Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast After the Bell with Chip Nellinger. Chip, there's a lot of stuff happening over the weekend between weather and, and just global events. So let's start off with uh, with last week on Friday we closed up. We were talking about some oil issue and you brought that uh, that chart up and you were talking about right. what what may or may not happen with Syria. And it looks like to me there was, uh, there was some stuff that happened with Syria. So how does that affect the oil market and how the rest of the market's kind of rebounded to that? It did. Uh, so obviously we, uh, we did go on a bombing campaign uh, in Syria. Uh, we had uh, strong close in the crude oil market, uh, multi-year highs on Friday. So it is a futures market. It had a little risk premium built in. Um, so far, there hasn't been a lot of ramifications from that bombing. And uh, we took a little bit of that premium away. So right now, crude oil is trading uh, down about a dollar. So, um, you know, the worst case scenario didn't come to pass and we took back out some of that risk premium here today in crude oil. Uh, you know, didn't seem to affect our grain or livestock markets much, this bombing over the weekend. Uh, I think the grains were more about weather. Um, but, uh, you know, from the financial standpoint, stock market had a big day. Kind of, sh- you know, we shrugged that off Friday. Uh, this potential bombing campaign, we we, we bombed Syria, uh, didn't seem to affect the stock market much today. It was still up a couple hundred points, but crude oil was down uh, about a dollar a barrel here uh, today uh, trading. Okay. So out here in my neck of the woods, we had a pretty good weather event. Uh, depending on where you're at, you had anywhere from eight to a foot plus worth of snow and blizzard conditions. So uh, how did the market react to, uh, especially the cattle market, with the effects that's happening in Oklahoma with the wildfires that we see down there and then the blizzard conditions that we're having out here? Has any seen any effect with the cattle market because of that? Yeah, I think the cattle market, uh, the, the biggest thing we traded today was the strong expected cash trade on Friday. So we had some 121s, even some 122 traded. Um, there was some rumors. I didn't see it. Um, confirmed there were some rumors even that a 125 traded so we had a wide range last week of cash trade and most of it on Friday was way better than expected so we had um, cattle trade up a couple bucks higher early on in the day and couldn't seem to hold those gains we still closed higher up 60 in the April up 52 in the Junes but that was about a buck uh, I guess in the Junes about a buck 70 buck 80 off the highs of the day so we didn't close all that well given the better than expected cash trade uh, weather uh, probably does have a little bit of influence there in cattle um oklahoma kansas set to get some rain that's definitely going to help their conditions out a little bit uh but i think mainly it was about the cash trade last week kicked us off way stronger gapped higher in cattle got right up the high of the june was 105.95 uh, right at 106 to right about 10, just shy of 107. There's a lot of resistance, so we hit that, couldn't get through it. Uh, we'll see where we uh, where we trade tomorrow, but you know, uh, just from a one day perspective, we still closed higher, but uh, don't like the fact that we closed way off the highs in cattle today. Right. So wheat's been the little engine that could here of late. It's been making some good rallies, and then we have some weather events come through. How's the how's the wheat market rebounding to that, and and what's that kind of influence you see with with the pricing there? Yeah, there were some hints at rain last week um, in the in the forecast um, in the wheat market. So we got uh, wheat kind of got beat up last week. Uh, it looks like those rains are going to happen. We beat wheat up again today. Uh, July Chicago down ten and a quarter. July Kansas City down eighteen. So uh, the wheat market is still taking it on the chin from these rains that are coming. Uh, anywhere from a half inch to as much as an inch and a half 
we'll see where those fall uh, and, and how much here over the next 48 hours. But the wheat market uh, fully expects uh, some rain to occur in the dry areas of Oklahoma and Kansas, and uh, they're taking some weather premium out. I'd say we're getting close to having the most, um, I shouldn't say the most bearish, but that rain event factored in. So we'll see what happens tomorrow, but they have definitely beat the wheat market up here. I think that spilled over late last week and again today and uh, kind of uh, put a little damper on the corn market as well. It's it's the other side of the equation in corn, as you mentioned, um, way less than ideal temperatures here to start spring off. Snow, rain, uh, cold to record cold soil temps, uh, record low temperatures here for uh, many days uh, in, in April. The extended forecast isn't great, but nonetheless, it's still April and the corn market's not too carried away yet about planting delays or anything like that. So I think uh, the, the weakness in wheat spilled over for sure Thursday, Friday, and, and again today, weakness in wheat spilled over and, and hurting us on the corn side. Yeah. If we have another week, because I'm, I'm looking at weather forecast now, we got snow again. And it seems to only snow on the weekend, so we don't have snow any other time of the, yeah. any other time of the week. We've got 80 degree, 70 degree temperatures all throughout the, uh, the week, the forecast, and those then the weekend comes along we got snow coming again so it's in the forecast again for out here so that system will move east and there'll be some rain stuff that comes along with that it'll also probably be bringing along some cold weather to go with it so by the end of the week if uh, we do see another i'm not going to say it's going to be like we saw here but continued cold weather and and moisture i mean the market's got to start building in some some panic as, as far as uh planning delays go yeah i would think so um they're going to get more concerned with it in may and, uh, you know, while we're still in April, the market's not going to get too, uh, too uptight about it. Uh, I think one thing that would help is if we can finally stabilize the wheat market and, and at least stop wheat from going lower every day, mm-hmm. that would help corn. If wheat were able to put a little bit of a debt cap bounce in, I think that spills over and you probably do put a little risk premium back in corn. But uh, definitely something to be, uh, you know, on the lookout for. Uh, you know, around here, it's probably not a huge issue. We're, we're equipped with planting capacity now that we can plant the crop in a real short amount of time. So the market knows that. Yeah. Uh, but that's just one part of the equation, right? You, you, I mean, history and, and uh, the textbooks tell you or the earliest, the, the highest probability of good yields is with an early planted crop. Right. So we're going to get the crop in the ground. It's just a matter of when and in what soil conditions. And uh, I, I think until you start um, flipping the calendar to May, which there's many areas of the upper Midwest uh, that, you know, in my opinion, isn't going to turn away. They're not going to turn a wheel until um, after the first of May, and then it will become a, more of an issue. So, yeah. you know, unfortunately, we're at a stage now, and it seems like we're kind of borderline every year, where uh, we're just uh, two poorly timed half-inch rains away from you know fairly serious planning delay so the market uh you know i think you get into the the end of this week when you start getting a two-week extended forecast that takes you past the first of may and uh, the market will start paying more attention to it right on okay all right chip well if guys want to continue this conversation and and, uh get a hold of you how would they do that uh best way is just call our office here at 309-550 7213. All right. Well, that's uh, Chip Nellinger with Blue Leaf Agri Marketing. So he's on every day at uh, 130 Central ish, depending on what we have going on. So, Chip, thanks a lot. We'll see you tomorrow. You bet. All right. Thanks. All right.